you know it is said that they are sensitive just like us they have the same joy same fears just like you and me a throbbing heart just the same way but what we see outside is a tough tough soldier and surely one meeting is absolutely not enough to know more about these soldiers untold emotional stories from their lives it leaves us wanting to know more so as promised we are back again with brigadier rajesh joshi who takes us through some personal and professional events in his life welcome back sir in the last episode you talked at length about your training time and also about your postings Looking at your bio I can see that you covered the length and the breadth of this country from deserts to forests and icy glaciers to oceans and uh, since you were posted in JNK one question that always I had in mind was how do you make sure people don't enter through our borders as far as this border fencing is concerned uh, now we have a fence all along the line of control as far as india is concerned and uh, we have problems in maintaining that fence especially when snow and all is on and we have sensors with us all sorts of sensors be it uh, a magnetic sensor or be it a voice sensor or be it a, a sensor which detects uh, you know movements you know. so four five types of sensors are there so and they are placed all, all along the border and so that you can monitor the movement if at all anyone is crossing the border uh, you can monitor the movements so to that extent the infiltration is reduced and those who come in uh, yeah they meet their fate and uh, as you know we can see the statistics that there is no terrorist whose life as a terrorist is more than 5 years once he becomes a terrorist within 5 years they meet their end uh, if they go against the country the laws of the land sir listening to all these measures that you take to ensure that nobody enters through our borders could you tell me about some operation where you face some life threatening situation yes for an infantry man we face lot of instances where we have interesting operations and even life threatening situations so one operation which comes to mind is in the uh, srinagar area on round 16th of february 2001 so uh, an very interesting operation took place in which we got information of certain terrorists in a particular village nilu uh, in the srinagar area so uh, we moved in and as per the plan we go by convoy we halt at a place short of the village about 5 6 kilometers and from there on we formed two columns uh, which go from 
the opposite sides either side of the village so that you surround the village and the plan was both these columns meet at the opposite end so that the village gets surrounded so as per plan i was leading the column which was going on the right and there was another officer which was leading a column which was going on the left so i had about 200 uh, soldiers with me and there were 200 soldiers with the other officer too so we moved in opposite directions and we were in the process of surrounding the village and uh, you know you put stops all over at uh, specified places and at a certain point i realized that i had fallen short of troops and there was no one and i was alone so i sent my radio set operator to collect the people and rearrange the uh, cordoning of the village that we were doing now in the meantime there was a crackle in the radio set it had started snowing it was snowing very heavily the visibility was very poor it was getting very cold and freezing but it was moonlit night and that night the villagers celebrate a festival called shabbe rat so on the other end the other uh, company commander who was there he confirmed to me that he had got in touch with the leading column of mine i was surprised because i was the leading column and i had not i was leading this side and i had not got in touch with anyone of his column so i just said sir check because i am leading and there is no one uh, whom i have contacted as yet so the officer rushed towards the head of the column where he could see someone else also walking ahead now what had happened is actually there were three terrorists who were walking in the snow and behind them our soldier also was walking uh, the terrorists thought looked behind any thought these are also terrorists only and our soldier thought ki they are fogies by the time both of them realized that they are not they are adversaries so he raised his weapon from his firan now the weapon is inside the firan so he raised his weapon and hand to hand fighting started after which uh, the our soldier managed to snatch the rifle from him and Uh, sent a bullet right through his neck and killed him on the spot now on the other end of the cordon where i was standing i heard this gunshot and i was i got on the radio set to confirm from this officer ki what has happened on the other end because i need to get alert and i was alone i had i didn't have even uh, uh, anyone with me in the meantime i could see someone rushing out from the village coming running straight towards me I stopped as per procedure you have to stop so I stopped the individual you know you can't fire he could be a civilian so I stopped him challenged him and in reply he sent three four bursts of AK47 fire uh, on me and those days these terrorists they know they used to put these tracer rounds along with the bullets tracer bullets so when the firing comes you can actually see the uh, fiery bullet going right through you so I could Uh, see these bullets whizzing past me and i could feel those bullets also hear them also whizzing past me but it was too late and i just got behind a stone wall and i fired from my weapon as well although i had a carbine yeah the distance was little too much and the terrorists managed to uh, run inside back into the village so in this operation we could manage to kill one terrorist and recover a lot of arms and ammunition Wow sir that sounds something just out of an action movie and uh, i'm sure the action doesn't end here i know that you are a keen mountaineer 
so tell me about your first mountaineering experience when i was posted in joshimart uh, i was there in the garhwal scouts so uh, on 6 months of my reaching there i uh, was told that i would need to join a mountaineering expedition and that expedition was going to a peak called hathi parvat so this hathi parvat peak is somewhere uh, towards the hemkund side of the gadwal uh, himalayas i went there as the deputy leader of the expedition the height of this uh, peak is uh, around 6727 meters and it is a very challenging peak so this peak is allotted from the army adventure center so uh, once this peak was allotted we went through the literature of you know who climbed this peak so all uh, we could get is around 1969 or so uh, someone had attempted this peak and it was not successful so that was the only literature that we could get so it was something new to us and we started off our expedition somewhere around uh, 15th august or so but summit was supposed to be on i think uh, 9 that was 9 september 8 9 september of 1990 because of the snow and all you go in ropes so, you know you're tied up in the rope and in one rope it is generally four to four five people who are tied so i was to go in the second rope so the first rope went there they reached the peak they summited i mean they started around 2 o'clock in the night and they reached the peak around 2 o'clock in the afternoon so it was quite a walk for them and uh, they returned and they could not make it to a lower camp so they again had to stay in the summit camp only in the morning i was to go to the summit camp and then was my summit so i started off towards the summit camp with my rope uh, and all the essentials whereas now the scene in the summit camp was somewhere in the morning around 5:30 there was a huge avalanche and that avalanche came on the camp and the camp was also crushed and they took it down into a crevice and we trying to contact them and couldn't contact them so i was moving upwards and somewhere around 11 o'clock finally one jco contacted he everything is finished over here and uh, in the next half an hour if you can come it's okay or okay, otherwise we will not survive so uh by by the time our helicopter and all operation was being uh, called but it was little late you know you have white out conditions uh because of the cloud and helicopter uh, assistance is not possible so i was moving up and i reached somewhere near the summit camp and i could locate two people who we rescued balance uh, we lost five of them and uh two people we rescued and then we brought them down and the next day early morning the helicopter reached that site and there was one person who was surviving they brought him back and the rest uh, five of them they uh, yeah it was their icy grave for them we couldn't even recover their bodies so this was one uh, it was a successful mountaineering expedition in terms of reaching the summit but yes we had this uh, unfortunate incident wherein we had to lose uh, five people i'm sure sir it would have been really difficult for you to lose your fellow mountaineers and 
you must have been feeling really helpless and all i can say is a big salute to all those who lost their lives moving on this never say die spirit of yours has always led you to new adventures and the next adventure that i found very interesting was the iron man which you took just before the retirement let us hear about that frankly i didn't know much about the iron man and uh, uh, fitness has always been my passion in the army and uh, that is how it is so uh, when i came to know about the iron man it was uh, 2018 that is the end of 2018 and i was to retire in 2019 march so when this iron man came we registered for the iron man and initially uh, my wife uh, poonam did mention that you know we'll take a year to shape up and then we'll probably do it in 2020 but i said no i said we need to do it now 2019 is the time and uh, the further we go we age a little more so probably the problems would be more that was my thinking that time but now i feel i'm fitter than what i was in 2019 also and the second thing which i always thought was yes i uh, was known for fitness this was the time when i was retiring i thought i would be making a statement to myself uh, by getting this uh, iron man that yes uh, i joined the army as a fit person and i leave the army as a fitter person so this was the thought which motivated me to register for the ironman and thereafter do it successfully so both of us uh, did it successfully which was probably uh, one of a very satisfying moments uh, for me post retirement sir another question that comes to my mind is you know the festivals in india are best celebrated with family and friends but you were most of the time away on field postings and that must have kept you away on many such occasions so how did you and your family celebrate festivals first of all most of us uh, in the civil field we look forward to certain festivals for holidays let's say holi or diwali or whichever depending on your caste or religion you look forward to being with your near and dear ones or birthdays or wedding anniversaries you look forward to being with your near and dear ones uh, you know on such days but uh, the army the challenges are little different everyone cannot go on leave on such days so you have a leave plan made and uh, based on that you go on the leave, go on leave throughout the year so most of these occasions you know you miss out as far as rakhi is concerned all my sisters are used to coming to uh, my house after the marriage so my photograph is here so they used to tie the rakhi on my photograph and uh, in a letter they used to send the rakhis uh, there now as far as family life is concerned i still remember an occasion wherein after our uh, marriage uh, i was in uh, manipur i was posted there and i came on some leave and my leave was finishing a week prior to holi so irrespective of that i said let's celebrate holi today so uh, told all the neighbors also ki bhai today is holi declared holi so we brought the colors 
and uh, in the whole community that is the whole neighborhood we uh, played holi and we celebrated holi that day so till date they all remember me ki, you know humne us din holi kheli thi so uh, these are such occasions wherein you preempt a thing or you do it and wherever you are you celebrate that is very interesting sir about uh, celebrating every moment uh, when we are together sir i know army postings are sometimes in very far off places so uh, can you recollect any uh, such posting in which you had a very interesting journey or a very uh, unimaginably funny incident that you remember when i was in uh, manipur the name of the post was kongai and it was 15 days traveling so it involved from dimapur going to uh, chakabama in a convoy uh, which used to go thrice a week then from chakabama going to jasami in a convoy which used to go uh, twice a month so you reach jasami and from jasami then once you reach there the another convoy but then there you reach the battalion headquarters so the co sends a special convoy so you reach a place called kharasom that is another 3 hours journey you stay there for the night and the next day in the morning along with uh, the mules Uh, you start your morning walk at around four o'clock, and by evening, six or seven o'clock, you reach the post walking. And the mules, I think we had seven or eight mules with us. So the mules, uh, they have to take all your rations, they have to take your kerosene oil, they have to take your eggs. Uh, everything uh, has is carried on mules only. So even carriage of those things were a big problem. So what we used to do was we used to take those empty tins, uh, pipa. जिसको कहते हैं एंड पुट ऑल दी एग्ज इन दैट फोर के एंड वंस यू गो दैर मोमेंट यू रीच देर वी टू टेक आउट दी यू नो दैट पीपा एंड मेक अज ऑमलेट एंड डिस्ट्रीब्यूट टू ऑल दी आर्मी पीपल यू नो हुआ दिस स्टेइंग देर वाओ सर आई थिंक आई लर्न अ न्यू फूड हैक टूडे वेन द फियर ऑफ ब्रेकिंग एग्ज इज हाई ब्रेक दम इन टू अ बॉक्स एंड ऑन रीचिंग मेक एन ऑमलेट फ्राई uh coming to the next question sir keeping in touch with your family also would have been very difficult since you were so far off so how did you manage that like i was saying you know uh, it takes 15 days 20 days a month so uh, even our letters used to reach you know that late newspaper used to reach we used to get about 15 to 20 newspapers at one go so we start reading the newspaper uh, in sequence letters also like i used to tell my wife i said you know uh, on the envelope itself write the date so that i can open them in sequence and you know start reading the letters in the sequence sir i can understand that you know a soldier is trained in such a way that he's always vigilant and alert so i'm very curious to know how do you react to the slightest of sound when you are on leave and at home those days were little challenging also in the sense that uh, uh, the terrorists you know they were little emboldened in huge numbers they used to cross from myanmar comes around the post and uh, kill all the people there was a very famous raid that had happened so we had to be very alert we used to sleep with our weapons uh, in our bed and uh, you know once you come home uh, like i remember i had come home on diwali and moment you know in the middle of the night when that cracker burst somewhere so 
i remember her having you know searching my weapon because uh, you so uh, mentally tuned up uh, you always think that probably yeah there is a terrorist fire on and you need to respond and uh, how did your children adapt to the constant moves i remember uh, we the longest we stayed was in meerut uh, they stayed for 5 years so i remember my daughter uh, telling me ki papa hamari posting kyon nahi aa rahi hai to mere us friend ki bhi aa gayi hai uski bhi aa gayi hai sabki aa gayi hamari kyon nahi aa rahi so the children also get tuned to this uh, army way of life wherein you have to move every 2 years from one station to another so they enjoy that talking about your children i'm sure uh, you know you must have been uh, a great family man because uh, very rarely we see a son or any child following in their uh, parents footsteps or taking up the profession that their father or mother has taken up unless their childhood is happy so now coming uh, to the final question of the day uh, any message for the youth Yes my uh, message to the youth is has always been that in whatever manner you can contribute towards nation building and that is the most important thing that is one and the second thing is you need to have that national spirit in you beat respect to the national flag or beat uh, respect to the national constitution or uh, be it respect to the uh, you know anything which is national so this is one thing that we need uh, respect to build up this is because these are the things which bind us together as a nation otherwise we are separated in terms of culture in terms of our identities of various states but there is a requirement to build up this part of the spirit also so that uh, we remain together as a nation i think this is a very important expression that should be imbibed in our children as well as the youth and with that i would like to say a big thank you to you sir because i think this was the most detailed interview having all the information about many courses in army about the operations and also about how the army man makes sure that their family is comfortable during the different operations during the different postings so thank you sir thank you very much it is a pleasure interacting with you and uh, let me tell you uh, your team is doing a great job by bringing out the uh, stories of defense personnel that is real heroes real stories so that uh, everyone every citizen of the country should know about the uh, intricacies of the service and in what manner uh, the defense services are uh, serving the nation so to that extent you are doing a great job thank you very much and uh, good luck to you and the team jai hind We hope you are enjoying listening to our podcast and getting inspired. For any questions, please drop us an email on podcastcalofduty@gmail.com and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook.